indigenous music culture. Revolutions per minute. I like to kind of educate the white people into the way we see things. Revolutions per minute. The Iroquois Confederacy has, you know, been under sort of a siege for the, you know, 370 plus years, but still really holds strong from all the way from Canada down into the Delaware. What, what do you think keeps them together like that? Well, I think we never left our connection to our divine energy, our spiritual source. We've never left that. That's what kept us intact. It's simple as that. You know, as, as Native people, we didn't just fight the Americans. We fought the British, we fought the French. We fought everybody who came here. We fought the whole world. And and we're still around, you know, like the Energizer Bunny. We just keep going and going. And I think that bunny must have been Iroquois because he had that little hand drum. So, so uh... <laughs> Episode 6, Six Nations. Hey there, my name is Oz12, coming to you from the Coast Salish Territories, also known as Vancouver, British Columbia. This is RPM, Indigenous Music Culture. Mohawk, Oneida, Onondaga, Cayuga, Seneca, and Tuscarora. Altogether, they're known as the Iroquois, or the Six Nations. The Six Nations looms large here on Turtle Island. They're a cultural and historical force. The governance model of the Iroquois Confederacy had a major influence in the development of the democratic structure of the United States Constitution back in 1776. And also, artistically, we have great artists like Robbie Robertson, who's not only a member of one of the greatest rock bands ever, The Band, but one of the many great musicians to come out of the Six Nations of the Grand River First Nation in Southern Ontario. On Episode 6 of RPM, The Music of the Six Nations. We'll check in with three Six Nations performing artists. Murray Porter. Janet Rogers Spirit, come back to me Navigate safely And Joel Johnson Well, she's been calling, calling every night and day This is RPM, and let's get this revolution started, yo Six Nations Reserve in Southern Ontario, a Mohawk turtle plant, and uh, that's where I grew up for the first 45 years of my life, and uh, I've been here in Vancouver for five years playing my music. When I grew up, my parents used to do a lot of country and western, like a lot of uh, native communities, country was a big thing. Um, So I listened to George Jones and Merle Haggard and, and guys like that. Uh, it wasn't until the teen years, because of where our Six Nations is, it's only about uh, 60 minutes from Toronto, or 45 minutes from Toronto, an hour from Buffalo, New York, and about two and a half hours from uh, Detroit. 
So there's a hmm. lot of urban stuff happening there, you know, and a lot of radio stations, radio waves. And I could hear a, a station from Chicago on the AM radio underneath the covers when I was a teenager. And I heard B.B. King sing The Thrill Is Gone. And, uh, and I was like, wow, man, what is that kind of music? And the guy said, this is the blues, blah, blah. And so blues, man, I said, wow, I love that music. And that's how, uh, the, from that moment, B.B. King was the guy that set me on my uh, path to the blues. What? What do you mean, baby? Why am I in the doghouse? I've been a good boy. Too many nights in the doghouse. If you can do the research about how um, the native people have a big uh, influence on the formation of the early blues. Mm -hmm. uh, so many of the original blues players had native blood. Uh, down in New Orleans, the Mardi Gras Indians are a half black, half native right. uh, tribe of Indians down there. They started the whole Mardi Gras festival, right? So, uh, and so what they're doing is, uh, Finally, people are starting to realize uh, what kind of uh, influence that our native people had on the blues because when the slaves would escape the plantation, they'd, they'd go into the woods. They had no idea how to survive, so they'd get into the native camps, and they had drums because mm -hmm. the, the slave owners took all their drums away, of course. Uh, so they try to, you know, get rid of their culture. Mm -hmm. So the native people had drums, and uh, the whole call and response thing that uh, we use in our music as well. It's the same thing they did in the spirituals in the fields when they were picking cotton and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the native influence on the blues, it's a, it's not, there's uh, more and more stuff coming to light mm -hmm. about it. And uh, I think people should really be uh, knowledgeable of what our people have done towards for the music in general yeah. in the early formation of the blues. Your yeah. and your paper too. Don't throw stones at me. When I come to play these things, I don't tell them I'm native. It had no bearing on it. It's all about the music. And when they find out later, they're very intrigued and want to ask me questions and then stuff like that. But I think we all need to be proud. Music is a personal thing. Songwriting is a personal thing. And so at the heart of my being, I'm native. That's the very first thing. I'm a musician second, but beneath it all, I'm native. So that in itself has to rub off in what you write and, and uh, the way you think and the way you feel and, uh, and how you put ideas down on paper. Because uh, for, in my culture, we didn't have any written language. We had, it was all storytelling mm -hmm. and legends passed down orally. Right? So uh, that's what songwriting is, you know? And I, I like to do it also in a way where um, I get, I kind of educate the white people into the way we see things. Like uh, when Columbus came here, we never thought we were being discovered, mm -hmm. we thought we were being killed. So we had to show them how we see the world, sort of. And I just kind of, you know, some of my songs are about that education, about teaching them uh, the issues that affect us and how what they do affects us and what their forefathers did affects the future generations. So uh, I think that's my, uh, that's my take on things.
day For that minimum way There's a guy blonde hair, blue eyes Just about your age Has a work that has happened long as you He makes the wise as much money As you do red blues Red blues You're listening to the music of Murray Porter. This is RPM, Revolutions Per Minute. Indigenous music culture. Broadcasting across Turtle Island and around the world from Coast Salish territories. This is episode six, Six Nations. And my name is Oz12. Now, even though today the Six Nations of the Grand River is a relatively small place in Southern Ontario, its influence is felt far and wide. Murray Porter lives on the west coast of Turtle Island, and so does our next guest, Janet Rogers. Janet also comes from the Six Nations, or as she likes to say, the Six Nay for short. Spirit, come back to me. Navigate safely, return, and be part of me. Inside, you ride like waves hitting shore, rising, receding, swelling. Endlessly, 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 endlessly. endlessly. So, my name is Janet Rogers. I'm Mohawk Escalora from the Big Six, the Six May. And I can, I go by, um, Tigawalagwa, which is uh, Sky Woman's daughter's name, and a spoken word recording artist, um, Pauline, also a radio host, and I've done a radio documentary. Opening and closing the curtains. I have great big love, and I have a lot of time for our people, and just by surrounding myself with the culture and the brown skins, I'm completely inspired. I'm nothing but inspired in terms of being a writer. And there's things that live in our blood without even being aware that they're there in this blood. And what I'm referring to is uh, how I have come uh, into this kind of spoken word, which I believe to be a continuation of the um, traditional oratory of our of my people. And so this is, I believe this is what has brought my writing, the poetry, into be spoken word. And, um, you know, I draw from all kinds of um, cultural references and, again, inspiration. It's, it's all big, big love. And I just feel, like, really lucky to be born brown. <laughs> yeah. Musically, you know what, I, again, I, I lucked out because I had both parents who listened to really great music across, oh, from Buffalo. And so I was raised on black music. And this is the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me because, you know, th- that kind of grooviness, that kind of love for really quality good music is, is what lives in me today. And I hear it in our music today as well. 
I'm all too thrilled about what's happening in the Native music scene today. It's explosive, man. And all the genres are melding into one. Uh, you know, everything is allowed. There's no more borders or, de or um, uh, defining lines. And, and it's all good. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be uh, a part of that as a radio person, you know. And I'm, it just gives me all kinds of pleasure to, to present that to the, to the big audiences out there. You know, and, and I know Murray uh, is of this belief as well. Murray Porter, he believes that, you know, our stomp songs, our longhouse stomp songs really were the, the basis for blues music. It's the same rhythm. And so, you know, when I say black music, I'm really saying Iroquois Haudenosaunee music uh, that is the, the roots of what black blues music really was. And I believe that to be true. And... I don't know if it's something in the water, something in the air. I don't know what it is about Six May, but there's a lot of really great talent coming out of that in that concentrated area. I, I guess it's um, passed down genetically or I don't know, you know, but um, there's something about it. There's good musicians coming out of it, that's for sure. But I don't know what it is. Something in the water, man. I used to be homeless. You were too. No land, no politics. Oxygenless astronauts, galaxies without parameters, lucky stars waiting for wishes. I gotta um, say, there's a there's a new kid who's kind of coming on the scene, and he won all kinds of uh, Canadian Aboriginal Music Awards last year, and that's Joel Johnson. This kid has got flying fingers, and he's really born with the gift to play blues music. So look for this kid's name, Joel Johnson. He's just a youngster. Uh, my name is Joel Johnson. I'm from the Six Nations Reserve in Ontario, Canada. And I'm a Tuscarora. And my occupation is uh, I'm a grain bin builder, construction. Hey, hey, baby, let's go hit the town tonight. divided up finally like it used to be more blues and country like uh, there's a lot of people that do country as well down here but blues you know it was when I was first growing up uh, listening to all the bands down here that's what everybody was doing was blues but now there's uh, there's a wide variety of uh, genres coming out there's hip-hop artists from Six Nations there's country artists there's uh, uh, heavy metal you know like hard rock and heavy metal bands that are trying to get into the mainstream instead of uh, just the, the native genre, I guess, if you want to call it. But um, there's a tre tremendous amount of talent out here. And it's very interesting because a lot of it is native and uh, some of it's not, you know, like they write about their traditions or cultures. 
And then some of them don't write about their cultures or traditions at all. You know, they're, they're just writing about their experiences in life. listening to revolutions per minute also known as rpm this has been episode six six nations there are also six nations living in quebec new york state oklahoma and wisconsin and i want to give a special shout out to comedy legend charlie hill of the oneida tribe in wisconsin for his contribution at the top of the show like the energizer bunny we just keep going and going and i think 
that bunny must have been Iroquois because he had that little hand drum. And also a special shout out to all my friends out there in Six Nation territories. Keep an eye out on RPM.FM for longer versions of some of the interviews you heard on this episode of RPM, and to hear the latest and greatest in indigenous music news from across Turtle Island and beyond. Hit us up at RPMFM on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. My name is Oz12, and as always, it's been great to be here with you, but I'm out. Peace, and many heichkas. Uh, my name is Charlie Hill. Uh, used to be Mountain, but I shortened it. You know, showbiz, you got to get the edge. I'm the Turtle Clan. I'm from the Oneida Nation in Wisconsin. And my mom is Cree from Alberta. So uh, when I was coming up, especially the early days, both sides would claim me because of the <laughs> both sides my parents are on. And plus, to the Indian people, that border is, is bullshit. I mean, there's no such thing. And, and we fall in that own trap, too, of saying... Canadian U.S. Indians, but really there's no such thing. You know, there's just us, there's just us, there's just us, there's just us, there's just us. RPM.